Welcome to the first episode of Uni Sharks of 2021. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I am Mako Shark, and with my hosts, well, I have my two hosts here, Lemon Shark and Hammer Shark. Hello. Hello again. So, first thing I wanted to talk about in this new year of our Lord 2021 is this really, this weird meme that Hammer found last week. <laughs> He's been playing it nonstop. You want to describe it to us, Hammer, in yeah, detail? Yeah, I can. Um, so I found it on one of those meme compilations on YouTube. And Lemon here was watching it with me and he was dying. Uh, it's, it's really simple. It's just, it's a can of refried beans on top of, well, a stovetop. One of the, <clears throat> with the actual, like, fire burners, um, not the electric elements. And and it's playing with some opera music. I mean, we could probably play it, but it it might not sound that good. But, I mean, we'll, we'll put a link to the video of the meme. But it's just going, and then this one lady just sings opera, like, at the highest point when the beans are rising out of the can <laughs> and they don't the most like, epic thing ever <laughs> yeah. i should probably explain they don't just like boil out of the can and like flop down over the sides no they keep their shape their can shape and start rising out of the can that's yeah. how she sings yeah it's like it's like <laughs> the new year's sun rise but beans but beans <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> No one in the whole of human history has ever said those words. <laughs> but, I don't know, Lemon, you were the one that was, like, affected the most by it, I guess. <laughs> My soul was touched. Most deeply touched by it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I downloaded it so I could share it with people. Like, people I haven't talked to with months, I've just, like, sent it to them. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> Here's some beans. But... Yeah, that that was probably the the meme of our week. Yeah, send it to your crush without context. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or your ex too. Yeah, yeah. or your ex. I mean, if any any of my followers <laughs> from Fire Emblem Heroes memes on Instagram, thank you for listening. By the way, uh, I shared it and I was just like, like, can you relate this to Fire Emblem? And I got some pretty good responses. It was pretty really? good. It was like the power creep. In oh my fire. god! <laughs> it just rises. You have to show me. <laughs> it was pretty good, and like everyone was like, when when I see anime titties, and it was like, okay, <laughs> okay. But it was pretty interesting, just like the normal. No, like, when Lemon mentioned like send it to your ex, and just picturing like you send that to her and say this could have been us. He's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's the meme of the week. Uh, if we don't forget, we'll we'll uh, put it in the link. Uh, we'll put the link in the description below. Hopefully, it <coughs> works like on other sources, like on Spotify or something like that. But we'll see. If not, it should at least work on YouTube. Yeah. So then, for the next topic, I wanted to talk about. You know, it's it's a new year. It's what what is today? The tenth. We're ten days into the new year. So, and of course, we all went to our homes for Christmas break and New Year break. So. I wanted to talk for a little bit about like the past year and not just like 2020 in general, but for us personally, and has not, it doesn't have to be anything personal, but what's some stuff like 
that you enjoyed that you hated stuff like that like that happened to us or just overall in the world yeah well, either or whichever one <clears throat> okay I guess I'll go first. Uh, let me hear. Um, it was really nice being able to play a lot more video games this year. <laughs> That's what business is booming. Yeah, I'm like I'm a pretty introverted guy, so I'm like, hey, I can I can not feel guilty anymore. I'm I'm, the, I'm the helping um, being a model citizen right now by staying home and doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's one thing I've enjoyed. I mean, that's also one thing I regret too. Just looking back on 2020, I could have applied myself a lot more and kind of gotten more stuff done with myself personally because a lot more time was given but I kind of just played more video games but, but hey it's give and take I guess yeah yeah because I mean like in 2019 um, me and Lemon we we were kind of going to the gym one Mako we were going to the gym <laughs> on our school campus kind of consistently not overly all the time but kind of consistently um, and we're like yeah we'll just keep doing it and that uh, they put restrictions for our gym, like only a certain amount of people can go in for like an hour at a time. You have to sign up online, um, and then they kick everyone out. And then we we're just like, eh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll work out our fingers instead. <laughs> you know, in our mind, <laughs> yeah, in our mind, yeah. our big brains, big brain time, um, big brain time. <laughs> just playing video games and watching anime, which is kind of bad. Because there's a lot of time to read as well, you know, <laughs> come intellectuals. Um, well, we are. But anyways. <laughs> oh, we are. <laughs> uh, I remember I was able to read some manga and some other books. Some mangoes. Yeah, and some Chinese cartoons. Okay. <laughs> mangoes and animes. Well, there's are some good Chinese anime. But anyways. Um, but yeah, we kind of sat around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I focused more on my art because, like, for some reason, like, I had no motivation at all during, like, summer and all that stuff when we actually had time. But then when school hit, like, I'm going to become an artist again and, like, start drawing. It's like, why do I do this when I have no time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, going, I don't know if you if you have something to say first, Mako, before I kind of go off. On a tangent? Not really a tangent, but stuff other than just what happened to us. Oh, um, I was going to say last year was actually pretty good for me. Like, I feel bad for all the people that have suffered from COVID, especially those whose businesses had to be closed down. You know, that's horrible. But for me, like, just as a student, I was super busy with my engineering classes anyway. So it's like when they said, all right, we're closing down campus and we're going to do remote classes. I was like, so what you're saying is... I can sleep in until 15 minutes before class. I don't have to get dressed. I just have to throw my computer, turn my computer on. Throw your computer on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say throw my computer on. <laughs> and then just turn on Zoom. So I was like, I love this. And then on top of that, um, I was retaking calculus for the second time because I failed it with like a 68% uh, last time mm -hmm. I took it. So and the teacher was like, you know what? With all this COVID stuff going on, like... I'm going to go a little easy on you guys this semester. All the exams and quizzes are going to be open book. So that made it easier to pass the class. And now, you know, hopefully I'm going to graduate soon because of that. So I'm blessed. It was just kind of fun. Like, just like being able to walk around town, not having tons of traffic. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, like after like the semester is over for summer, like everyone just left because like they didn't know if campus is going to start up again or not. So 
our city our city was like a dead or what is it, a ghost town it was really nice i enjoyed it yeah, yeah. and like i should probably explain it was also just fun like hanging out together as roommates and stuff too <laughs> yeah we did yeah. we were able to get a lot of stuff like honestly we did go we did try to be active we were going on walking and everything you know we tried to not stay inside all the time yeah we're going until on walks. It got colder <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah yeah like overall you know i've had family that's been affected by covid they've been in the hospital and everything but they've recovered and never and so it's like i haven't lost anyone which is really good yeah of course and so like <clears throat> you know my heart goes out to the people that have yeah um, you know we we know <clears throat> other relatives that their in-laws you know have like passed away and all that and it's just been tough but you know overall it's been pretty good um <clears throat> but then again you know we're not in big areas yeah um, so i guess we're pretty lucky in that aspect but we're all single bachelors living together too we're not like family men that have like five ten screaming screaming kids to stay with all day <laughs> yeah yeah you know, we don't have to homeschool um, or make sure they're on line and everything we don't have to we're not essential workers either. We can... Well, one of us was, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he likes to... Bullshark was apparently a double essential worker because he worked for Home Depot and for uh, H, H, H&R Block. Yeah, something like that. So he's double essential. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> he gives crap about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, around the world, this throughout the year, it was just really weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny, like, tw- beginning of 2020, I had, like, so many travel plans. Like, I was going to go to Japan, and I was going to go to, like, three concerts. Oh, yeah. Then oh, after, yeah. like, after March, it's like, well, forget about all that. <laughs> yeah, you know, there were so many things that lined up. Like, Halloween was great, all the holidays, you know, even Christmas. It was all on weekends. You know, perfect. And Halloween was on a full moon, too. Yeah. You know, perfect mm-hmm. day to murder. But just, just nothing, nothing really worked out, you know. Like things still happen, you know. I was able to go try to trick or treat with my nieces and everything. It was a little fun. Yeah, I made a bunch of Halloween cakes and watched a bunch of movies. Made my own jack o' lantern. Yeah, you know, but <clears throat> you know, kind of just going around the the globe. You know, there's a bunch of crap happening in different parts. Like I think maybe I'm getting this mixed up with 2019, but wasn't there like stuff going down in Europe? as well like near the beginning and then there's like the world war three threat oh yeah <laughs> uh, which wasn't gonna happen but whatever <laughs> um i mean recently we've had riots you know it's just well there's always stuff going on around the world this is just exactly. the first time it's affected us like everyone at the same time you know yeah, yeah. it's a lot of things happening at once yeah, that's a good way to put it yeah and <clears throat> i remember this is one joke it was like an angel like on his first day of the job and he's like i got everything um, like all the disasters, everything ready for 2020. He's like 2020, you meant the 2020s, you know. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be the whole decade, not the one year. He's like, oh sh. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's. Uh, I think there's. I don't know. Was there a lot of natural disasters? You know, there. There's a lot. Of, I don't well, know. There's a lot the, of stuff happened. I don't remember. There were the fires in Australia. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, half the world was burning. Okay, not half. But there was fires in California. Yeah, mm-hmm. Australia. I think there were some in Colorado. Oregon, Washington. Yeah, the smoke was even coming up here from there. Yeah, yeah. it was super smoggy mm-hmm. one day. Totally forgot about that. 
Yeah. I remember last year, like, there were fires in California, and it was so bad it made the sun pink in Colorado. Yeah. It is, like, yeah. So, you know, and then countries were in quarantine. Uh, like, yeah, I remember some videos. Holy crap, that was this year. There's like, a guy, like, dancing to, like, I want to be free. By Eddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he yeah. dressed up as him. He's, like, dancing on the balcony and everything. Like, people were playing tennis or ping pong through the windows and stuff. And, like, people were trying to escape quarantine and getting taken down. That was in Italy, right? Yeah, Italy and other places in Europe, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, crap. Stuff's going down. There's that one from Italy of, like, the old lady playing her recorder and her husband comes out like smacks it down oh, yeah, <laughs> she, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she grabs and starts stabbing him with it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty oh. <clears throat> but, I mean it's been a pretty good year for YouTubers yeah True. all my businesses has boomed a lot yeah yeah, yeah this, this year kind of or last year I should say no but my, my degree is like in technology so it kind of like reinforced my decision being like yeah I'm definitely going to stay in technology because like the all my businesses and like all the remote workers just like gone up in demand so much. Yeah, which is really nice. But I, I do medical more or less. I do therapy, um, and so it was it was kind of really tough to find a place to intern at um, for a while because they just weren't taking people. They weren't letting that many people in at uh, certain periods of the year, and then finally things were kind of relaxing a little bit, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, which is which is interesting because certain areas are like really boom, like technology and online stuff, but then like in person things, you know, like uh, Miko mentioned earlier, it's just really tough. Businesses were going out and as well, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm excited for the new year. Um, I mean, the dates don't get rid of stuff, but yeah, <laughs> I mean at least we'll have a better attitude. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully 2021 doesn't involve anything more disastrous. I know. Yeah. But... Maybe the aliens will show up this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was that too. A UFO happened. A UFO... Or the government, like, confirmed UFO sightings last year. Yeah, no one cared. It's like, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) Hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like such a crazy year that they did that and it just slid under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, well, this is a good time. Yeah. Then he, you know, while they're focused on other stuff. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Mm. Crazy. All right. So on a more lighthearted note, <laughs> uh, we were going to talk about something I know nothing about and it's, uh, Dating apps and websites. <laughs> I mean, you've used it before. Yeah, for like a week each time, and then I deleted it because dating apps are stupid. That's my opinion. But what it's, <laughs> before I rant, what's your guys' opinion? Uh, they can't be good. I feel like it's especially during COVID times is really safe way to just kind of like go out and see people. I've had a lot of so there's app we use is kind of like Tinder, but it's really annoying when like you match with somebody and you're like, oh cool, they match, but then you message them, they never message back. Oh, <laughs> I know yeah. Why. But I've had some pretty good dates out of it, so like I can't complain. Mm. And it's kind of nice to just like when you're bored, it's like oh, let's see what's around, you know. Yeah, like I I I, I talked with them in like an hour. <laughs> yeah, more than like a pillow talk, <laughs> pillow talk the other night, just roasting all these girls on 
really roasting <laughs> the girls per se. Not we weren't roasting like their periods or their names or anything. The what? Um, we weren't like periods. A, a no periods. No periods. I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> um, I was not a party to this. <laughs> so like in our, <clears throat> I've used Tinder before. And I, I haven't used it for a long time. There's like another one like Bumble um, mm. where girls are supposed to message you first, which they don't. But <laughs> um, <laughs> the there's on, a new one called Grinder. you can try. I'm not using Grindr. I'm, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not that desperate just yet. Maybe next year. Maybe but, next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, on this dating app that we use, um, there's tags. Like uh, Lemon mentioned to kind of connect with people. Some of them are just really cringy. Yeah, it bugs me. There's like the one, the one that I was, that was grinding my gears was closeted nerd. Closet and what? Closeted nerd. Closeted nerd. Or closet nerd. Yeah, this is closet nerd. Sorry. And you got triggered by it. Yeah, it low key <laughs> triggered me because uh, it's like just, just say you're a nerd. Like, I'm so quirky, I'm closeted, you know? Yeah, and, like, obviously not all of them are like that. They probably just chose it because that was, like, the only option they had there. Mm-hmm. They didn't realize that you can make your own tags. But it... Because I always see it, and I guess I'm being kind of nerd hipster on this. But, you know, like, I see it, and they're like, yeah, I really love Marvel. I really love Harry Potter. And I really Stranger love, Things. Yes. Yeah, Most of the popular mainstream stuff I like. Yeah, it's so like quirky. Star Wars and everything. And it's like, cool, like, that's great. Like, how much do you like it? Like, have, did you only see, like, the last three Star Wars movies in your entire life? Or did you grow up with it? You know, like, Closet Nerd doesn't really give it justice. Because, like, you don't know, like, I really like Marvel because I only watch the new Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. The Disney ones. Yeah, I liked it because it started getting popular. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's mainstream. And then now it's like, well, I'm a nerd now. Because yeah. I like it. <clears throat> it's like, no. Mm. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm, you know, tipping my fedora and saying, no, that's not the right way. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying something. I don't even know what I'm saying. But, you know, it kind of, it's like, the, like we've, okay, I don't want to put us on a pedestal because it sounds weird. But it's like, like, have you read the comics? Did you play any of the games beforehand? Did you even know who... Like Black Panther was before the movie, you mm, know. To be fair, I didn't. Yeah, but I still ended up loving it. Yeah, and so like it's a very double edged sword because it's like if you get into it, then you're able to explore the topics or the the like if it introduced you. To yeah, it. yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you. That's a good way to put it. Like, feels like the service level of it. Versus, like, you're really deep into it. Yeah. So, you mean, like, it's irritating if they've just watched a few things and they're like, oh, I'm such a huge fan, I'm a nerd, but they don't actually care that much about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so, like, for us actual nerds, you know, we don't want to talk to someone and then kind of put them off because we've kind of been dealing with it for longer, you know? Like, we out-nerd them or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is because it's a dating situation, it's supposed to connect you people. But, like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, I like Marvel. It's like, oh, cool. Like, what comic series have you read? Or, like, like what games have you played? And, like, oh, I don't do those. 
You know, I kind of like, oh. Because mm. I'm not a true nerd kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? Or it's more like they get put off because. Oh, you're really into it? Yeah, you're really yeah. into it. I was just oh. more, you're just more annoyed because like it's this closet nerds kind of making it sound like you're ashamed to be a nerd. Oh yeah, that was another thing mm. was like, why are you in the closet being a nerd? Just come out. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> it's you're like, reading Marvel comics, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So, so the first, the first part, I guess, the complaint, uh, just sounds like complaints, but I guess more just on just the tag itself. It's like, like, why are you being ashamed of it? You know, just just admit. But wait, so it's just a it's a tag, not an app. No, it's a tag on the dating app to connect people easier. Oh, okay. Because it shows you that you have oh mutual these tags. tags, yeah, mutual tags. Thank you. Although, if you say you're a closet nerd, isn't isn't that just being an open nerd? Yeah, you're basically an open about it. So why is it closet nerd? Yeah. Okay, I get. Okay, I see where you're coming from now. Yeah, I guess it's just bad wording. Yeah, bad wording. You know, just say you're a nerd or you're just a fan. Yeah. You know. But I'm not bashing on anyone that got introduced to any of these fandoms through the movies or anything. I think they're great gateways. You know, it, enjoy what you want to enjoy. Um, it's not your fault that the app has bad wording. You know, they don't have anyone to proofread. <laughs> yeah, like, I actually ended up finding a few Marvel comics I really liked because of the movies. Because before that, I hated comics. I just thought they were badly written. Just like, oh, no, this character died. Well, he'll be back in, like, three issues mm-hmm. or whatever. But, no, I actually found a few that had fantastic art and really good writing. So, I was like, I wouldn't have found this if it weren't for the Marvel movies. Yeah. But, going off that tag, just dating apps in general... I don't like them. Um, like I'm really, I'm really good at texting to people or messaging people. You've developed that skill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I came online and everything. I learned how to text to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what Dana have taught me. No, I think it's just because all of my online history, like I'm used to just talking to random people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, making friendships with online, and not everyone's kind of used to that. Yeah. Um, Especially the closet nerds. Okay, I'll show them. But, um, <laughs> and for someone like me, it's it's really good to start conversations and everything. But then once you get in person, it kind of can be really awkward. Um, I don't know. Lemon, you've had some experiences. You tend to get more matches than I do. <laughs> well, that's because I'm not so picky. <laughs> <laughs> I've been swiping up a lot this time. Thank you. <laughs> or swiping on them. Mm. Or I don't know. It's, I feel like dating apps are just kind of like the tool. Just doesn't necessarily... Ah, excuse me. So if there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, people on the app that kind of give it a bad name, it's not necessarily the app's fault. It's just the app is just a tool. It's kind of like the internet. Yeah. The internet just yeah. enables a lot of weird shiz, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's just, it's just another tool to like get to know people like that you may not meet otherwise. So that's I don't mind true. it. That's a good point. So yeah, I don't mind it. It's like, of course, like it's not, of course it's not, I'm not guaranteed to like get a date out of each, every time I log on to it, but it's just like the amount of effort you put into it and who you find. So. Yeah. So, Mako, are you going to read that last case? Yeah. 
Although no. I do, I do dislike some of the tags that they put on there. It's just like really cringy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But we had kind of a religious one, and yeah. so it's you know it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one complaining about the app. It's just like some of those tags are really cringy. <laughs> yeah. And um, I will say about this though, I kind of don't like the format because um, I feel like a lot of them. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense that they're doing this. But they're just kind of pandering to the people that they're looking for. It sounds really weird because obviously you want to do that. <laughs> but it's like, so in this area, there's a lot of guys that love the outdoors and love doing sports and everything. And so a ton of women say, oh, I love going on adventures. I love going outdoors and everything. And it's like, okay, they all love that. It's true. But it sounds like that's the only thing they do. Hmm. Like they're not able to share what they actually like to do because they don't think it will get those guys. Does oh, that make sense? Yeah, like I'm, they're sure being... I'm sure there are some girls out there that like that, though. Yeah, of course, active. of course. Yeah, of course. But I don't know. <clears throat> I blame the guys here, not the women. <laughs> There's some fun catfish, catfishing stories with online. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you hear... Uh, you guys don't know him. You know about Christian, his story? What happened to Christian? He catfished a bunch of dudes. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> you want to share that story? Yeah, so we have a buddy named Christian. Really, like... He's a very goofy guy. Yeah, very goofy, super hyperactive, but also very smart. He's like the class clown that was also the smart kid, you know? Mm. <laughs> so, but... Uh, if I remember right, he did something like he set up a... What was it? He set up multiple... No, just the one profile. So he took a... Uh, stock photo of this really like attractive European model and he wrote out the like the perfect the uh, uh profile where it's like I love video gaming I love to like cuddle and watch while my man while he plays video games or something like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he apparently got like fifty people or not fifty people, like fifteen people to like go meet him at Kimi Loco. At the same oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, right? he did that, didn't he? At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets fifteen guys to show up to this frozen yogurt shop at the same time to meet this girl. And he was wasn't he outside just watching them? Oh. <laughs> I think he deleted it too and he got like this sketchy message where like he I think, like, someone hacked into the account or found out what he was doing to, like, send him a message saying, like, this is Christian, isn't it? And he's like, oh, shoot. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Abort, <laughs> abort. If so, some random chances happen to you, we're sorry. That's funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> why be careful with online dating. Yeah. So, yeah, do be careful without it. You know, there are some weird people. Um, I mean, do public, very public dates, especially for the first ones. Yeah, yeah and I never, I never show my, like, exact location on the apps, too. Like, I don't say, like, where I'm from, per se. I just kind of say, like, the general area. Like, I'm just from Idaho. That's, like, all I put down in the, like, where you're at, where you're from spot. Yeah. So, I actually changed mine now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, sometimes I don't even use my real... There's been times in the past where so paranoid I didn't even use my real name at first. <laughs> I mean, you don't use your real name for a lot of things. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a very paranoid person about online stuff. <laughs> that's fine, though, because... I mean, yeah, like you said earlier, the internet's a sketchy place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess that's a, that's a moral of the story. Be careful. <laughs> if it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, internet. You can go from 16th Street Mall to Skid Row and not even know it. What? Oh yeah, you guys aren't. You, you guys are from Colorado. So <laughs> we have a. Skid Row's, that's just this name for a sketchy street, right? Sketchy street, right? Yeah, and then 16th Street Mall is like the main shopping center in downtown Denver. 
okay. So, I believe you. It's Fun place. Good place. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they're, I hope they're regulating it now, but apparently it used to get kind of clogged just with guys on the streets trying to sell you marijuana. Oh, really? Yeah. It's what like, is it? Colorado, I guess. Yeah. It's like, uh, no. No, thank you. I don't know what you put in this. I know. Don't don't just buy drugs off random people. Go with the, the smart guys. <laughs> yeah. We actually had a... Go the professional route. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go professionals. <laughs> actually, to share a quick story, uh, 10 years ago, we moved in... My family moved into a new house, and <laughs> like a few days after we moved in, the, this guy showed up. He's like, hey, we're selling meat that we got from this restaurant. They had too much, so we're just selling it now. <laughs> My dad's like, hey, no thanks. I, I'm not comfortable buying meat out of the back of a truck, like a pickup truck. Yeah. So I thought it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, here's some meat from the back of our truck. Do you want some? Uh, I know. They could have easily sold it at like, the store. Just put a sign out saying... Yeah. Next to the Girl Scouts. That'd be really funny. Because you said it was from like a restaurant, right? That's what they said. Yeah, I'm not going to sell it in the restaurant. Yeah. Oh. They have it. Yeah. Anyways, um, I guess to finish up, my own thoughts on dating apps. Uh, I try to use them for a few days and it just feels uncomfortable for me. Because like I'm a really private person to begin with. I'm pretty introverted on top of that. So then, you know, it just makes me uncomfortable. I feel like it's like the virtual way of, or like the virtual version of seeing a girl across the room walking up and saying like, hey, I don't know anything about you, but your face is pretty. So let's talk. What's wrong with doing that? I know. There's nothing, <laughs> wrong. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, for me, I would never do that like mm. in real life, you know, because I don't know. I don't, it's all situational. Yeah, I don't like waltzing up to strangers and saying like, hey, want to go out or anything like that. That's just not how I do it. Yeah, and usually it doesn't work. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I've had, I've had a, well, oh. Yeah. Has that happened to you? Yeah. Well, people go up and say, you're a really pretty face. Yes, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that specifically, but like there's been a couple of times where like I just talked to a girl and it was like, hey, do you want to go on a date? Like I know nothing about her and like she knows nothing about me and just like. Let's just go for it, you know. Yeah, but you don't you don't go up and say like your pretty shoes. Let's go on a date. Well, do you say that on the day naps? Every once in a while. <laughs> Every once in a while. Like really pretty. But like I feel like you know you do like an icebreaker first, and then you like have actual at least a small conversation mm. with them. Yeah, and I feel like um, kind of going off that. If you meet a girl at a party or something, you at least know something about her. You know, it's like, okay, my friend knows this girl. So, or a guy, you know, or, or what? <laughs> oh, yeah, or a guy, sure. But, um, yeah, I feel like there's none of that when you're doing a dating app. It's just all completely blank slate. You know, absolutely nothing about them whatsoever. Yeah. Well, that's I, why you read the profile. Yeah, but usually the profile is crap. Some of them are pretty funny. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. I always I like swiping on those ones. Well, that was my second point. A lot of the profiles are so dumb. Like, instead of writing, <laughs> oh, this is me, I like doing this and this and this, they write out, like, stupid lines It's like, it's and like your resume. They're trying to, like, yeah. get your attention. See, yeah. That's, that's all I was saying. <laughs> Some of them are pretty funny. I mean, yeah. one girl put, for her bio, she just wrote, I'm going to have it my way and you'll like it. And I'm like, what? I don't know. You like McDonald's, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the crap is that even supposed to mean? Yeah. I think they're straightforward to who they are. So you waste no time avoiding them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Sorry, that's just my rant on it. I mean, I don't know. I don't really care that much for dating in general. We know. 
<laughs> All right, my two matchmakers over here. <laughs> we're trying, we're trying. <laughs> but yeah, that's okay. Y'all each teach their own, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be a happy, handsome bachelor the rest of my life. <laughs> no, probably not. Be a dog dad. Dog dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Dog daddy. okay anyways (laughs) yeah um so for the next topic lemon wanted to talk about his thoughts on what was it story versus gameplay in a game so yeah so you guys may not have heard but there's a new game out called cyberpunk yeah (laughs) we (laughs) We talked about about it yeah Yeah, that thing came out but i don't know i was playing that game like a lot of people said like Story's great, but gameplay's kind of meh. And I was just like thinking, yeah. And it kind of made me, th- kind of made me think a little bit. It's like, so why do we play video games? Like, of course, for me, like I am a very story-driven game gamer. I guess I really like the story, but I also really enjoy like the good gameplay. And I'm kind of like worried with this trend of like developers like, oh, let's just write a good story, then the gamers will love it, no matter like how crappy the gameplay is and whatnot. Not saying that Cyberpunk's crappy at all, but just kind of wondering, you know, like what's your guys' thoughts on that, like. Do you play games to, like, play them, or do you play games to, like, experience a story? For me, it kind of depends, because there's the Telltale games. Mm. Like, I really liked Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah, that's just story. Yeah, that's all story. And then, you know, I've heard that um, Walking Dead and Batman are really good, and uh, Wolf Among Us. So, but the thing is, there's plenty of games I've played that have both, like the Arkham games and, oh... Kingdom Hearts are kind of, it's up in the air if that has a good story or not. But <laughs> it's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I think I'd rather have both. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought too. Is like I was thinking about it because we put we talked about Doom before and like how Doom, Doom is like a very like gameplay focused game where like there's a lot of like focus on like the gameplay, which, which I like. think is really good because like games are games and like they're meant to be played. You know, that's yeah. where the creative aspect comes in. But, um, but, yeah, like, I feel like if, even if the game has a really good gameplay, like, it's more short-term entertainment. Like, if a game has a good story along with the great gameplay, like, it's that's what makes me, that's what makes me come back to it more and more, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, I guess, um, but, yeah, like, what are your favorite games for story and what are your favorite games for gameplay? That's what I was kind of curious about. Oh, for story? Well, I mean, yeah, Doom... Doom Eternal's up there for gameplay, which is why it should have won Action Game of the Year. <laughs> Crap. We're a little salty about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, really, if it's a RPG, I'm probably going to play that for its story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, a good amount of RPGs that I've played, they've <clears throat> had fun gameplay, like the first Dragon Age or, um, oh crap, I can't think of Ryan right now. I'll, I'll get to him. Um, Is that what you're thinking Yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a good one. Um, I guess even Monster Hunter in a sense. Um, yeah. It, I guess, yeah, it's a role-playing game because you can't create your own character. The story is not bad, um, for what it is, but it's not really made for its story. Yeah, it's more like gameplay and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then here's like the reason he's behind. This is why we're here type things. Yeah. Um, Same deal for Dark Souls, I think. That, yeah. 
Soulsborne in general. Yeah, like people really started playing that for the gameplay, um, not because the story was hard, you yeah. know, but people really got into the lore after they played the game. But it's that's convoluted too. I mean, you can watch yeah. YouTube videos on the lore there. Vodky Diddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess there's also games that don't really have a great story plot wise, but they have a great like atmosphere, like I mentioned earlier, and also like great lore, great world immersion. Because another game you're talking about just popped in my head is Dead Space. It doesn't really yeah, have it doesn't yes. really have like a great story like plot wise, but like I don't know why, but like that universe and like that world just really intrigued me. You know. Yeah. So, like, video games are a very interesting medium where, like, they don't have to tell a story through plot, but they can tell a story through just setting and stuff like that. Which is why they should make a fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. But <coughs> they're, they're going to make something else, but we'll, we'll talk about that. This is Mitch. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, kind of going back to some of the other games, I feel like I go for a lot more games for its gameplay than its story. Mm. Um like one game that I'm playing right now though is kind of opposite is Age of Calamity um Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity it's I want to know the story of what happened before Breath of the Wild um which Breath of the Wild is a really good example of both um even though most of the story is very spaced out but you really enjoy the story yeah um, but then you know I'm playing other games like Warframe it, there's story but no one really cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well I'm like going back with Breath of the Wild because I've been kind of I've been thinking about that a lot lately because you know Ubisoft came out with their kind of version of it you know oh, yeah. Immortals Phoenix Rising which is a great game but as I was thinking about it like I realized the stuff I like about Breath of the Wild is that even though it's just a basic go save the princess story it's that it's set in such an atmospheric world like it has its own flavor to it you know yeah so and it's really it's a really pleasant likable place you know I can see why people are so invested in the legend of Zelda in general yeah so actually going off the setting a little bit Halo 4. A lot of people don't really care for it. Um, but and I will say most of the game is okay. Um, I enjoyed it. But I, there's just one part that like sticks out to me. Um, I don't know if you guys play the campaign. But it's when you first you crash and everything. And then you first get into the Warhog. And then... Oh, no, no. It's about when you first go into the Warhog. And you like go over this little ridge. And then... It's just this open scene, and you see all the Forerunner, like, buildings. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's been a while since. Yeah, yeah it's, been, been a, it's been a minute. But, Hot minute. Dang. But I'm like, that was a great, like, scene. Mm. I really enjoyed that, and that, that made me enjoy the game so much more, just because of that first, like, intro scene. Um, even if, you know... Um, critically acclaimed it's people don't enjoy number four comparatively to the first uh bungee games and then it gets worse than number five but uh <laughs> um but yeah you know it's but the, a lot of shooters you know they're they're for the gameplay you know yeah 
Yeah. I feel like when I was thinking about it, because I was kind of soul searching about myself. Soul <laughs> I guess whatever, whatever, the, whatever the term is. I'm like, yeah, why not, why not both? Because, like, I mean, because I mean, like, it's balance. Yeah, because, like, lately I've been thinking of myself as more of a story thing, but story driven one. But now I think about it, I was like, you know what? Both is important because it's a video game. Like, you should take advantage of, like, the uniqueness of, like, that medium, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. if you want to tell a great story, you could just, like, through like cutscenes or whatnot, you might as well just make a movie, you know? Yeah. You like tell Final Fantasy. <laughs> but yeah, just like <laughs> use the use the advantages of what video games give you to create or more compelling stories that way, you know? Because like the, the interesting thing about video games, you're kind of participating in it, so you're able to get more. What's the word? Immersed. Yeah, immersed, but also like, uh, what's invested? Yeah, more invested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get more invested because you're kind of going on with that story with the 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 character. The character. Yeah. yeah, the first game I ever played that actually like gave me like a sense of, or I actually cared about the story was like The Force Unleashed. The first time I played it, because like mm-hmm. before then I just played like Lego Star Wars and like Battlefront Two and like those type of games just because it's fun to play those games. But that was the first time where ever like I felt like I was like in taking part of the story with this guy and I cared about him and I cared about where he went. So I just got really invested in it. So that's the first time I ever got like super into. I was like, yeah, your games can actually tell a good story. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think for me it would have to be Tomb Raider, like the reboot. Oh, yeah? So, because I remember playing it, and, you know, I'd never played a Tomb Raider game before. I just had heard about the character, so I had my own kind of preconceived notions about what she was like. So, but then, like, playing through the game and seeing Lara struggle through all these obstacles and rising to meet them, you know, even though she's scared and exhausted and all this stuff, like, it made me really care about her as a character. So she ended up becoming my favorite video game character, and I ended up discovering one of my favorite video game franchises. Yeah. I mean, going off that, um, one of the things that you well, I first thought of when you brought the the question was the Assassin's Creed franchise. Um, the first games, I enjoyed the characters hmm. and a little bit of the story, especially Altair. No. Ezio? Ezio. Yeah, everybody loves Ezio. <laughs> I mean, I like Altair's as well but definitely more Ezio mm-hmm. um I will have to say I haven't really played the new ones um but from what I've seen and what from what people said there's a couple of them that have pretty good story but the rest of it is just like they focus more on the gameplay mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was really sad because you know for Ezio you know I was going through with him sounds weird but <laughs> you know his struggle of seeing his family die him getting revenge, going after the Templars, and then building up. And then the next two previous games were just more of his story, which I really enjoyed. I liked, you know, what he was going through. Okay, that's not to me. You got invested. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, and the gameplay was still fun. Yeah. You know, I'm not going through the walls. <laughs> My face is not good. Rendered correctly, you know. <laughs> They're on cars sailing out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin, who's a very, like, creative writer person, she told me about how, like, a lot of stories, like, the best ones are the ones that take you someplace. You go on a journey with the characters. I was thinking that's, like, perfect for video games because you're literally going on a journey with, like, your playable character, you know? Yeah. Like, you're literally t- going with them to, like, another place and you're going on adventures while doing this. Like, why? I don't know why I was going with that, but yeah, I thought I'd put that out. <laughs> Yeah, it reminds me of, like, it was a really wholesome meme, but this guy took a photo of, like, he had all the, well, he had Tomb Raider and all the Uncharted games up to that point, 
And then below it was like a picture of Bilbo Baggins like running out of his house saying, I'm going on an adventure. Oh. You know, I thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah like you were saying. Yeah. Which, which is really good to shoot for. Yeah. And you don't necessarily have to have like a good plot or great like character development and all that crap. It's like we we're talking about Dead Space. Just have like a really interesting world and like make it so that like it's interesting to go through it, you know? Yeah. I will say for me, I don't, I'm not, okay, I am invested with Isaac, but it's more because I just pity him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> crap, he goes through. That poor man. Right. I know. But I, I I don't put myself in his shoes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> I feel you. I was saying without last too. Yeah. Oh, another interesting story. Like, Sorry, this came out of nowhere, but... Um, so from one of my classes, we're doing this discussion board, and this is for a programming class, so our teacher is like, introduce yourselves and tell, tell us if your favorite two video games and why. And this one girl, this one girl, she likes her two favorite video games, you'll never guess, is Minecraft and Outlast. <laughs> Polar opposites. And I was like, oh my goodness, what? It was like, I was very like, <laughs> yeah. I like, I like a lot of horror games, but even that was like too much for me. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what was the reasoning though? I think she said she liked the lighting. Yeah, the lighting and, and like, like the graphics. The graphics. It's like, <laughs> like, what? It's like okay, <laughs> you you really love like dark situations yeah. that you could get pulled behind the corner and your throat slit. Yeah, is that and your atmosphere that you're little like? Little pig. I know. <laughs> Maybe she plays a heavily Minecraft or heavily modded Minecraft as like a horror game. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they have those. They got to. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a couple YouTubers play like a heavily modded. Uh, Minecraft and it looked pretty terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm like, Outlast are, they're good games. They really... They look too good at what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the story for the second one was kind of dumb. Too much. Yeah. A little too edgy. Yeah, I mean, sadly that happens, but, you know, that, that I don't feel like walking on dead babies. Yeah. Not often, you know. And then the DLC, Whistleblower. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that was a... Painting the groin, you know. Is it? <laughs> Do you remember what happened? Oh, like playing it or in the story? The story of whistleblower. That's yeah, the DLC. Well, he gets out though. Yeah, he does get out, but like the guy like wants to like castrate him. And... Oh, that wacko! Yeah, make him a girl. Did they? Didn't it, didn't it show him do it to another guy too? Someone. I don't think they showed it. If anything, it was the aftermath. It was just like a guy on the table. I think it actually did show it. Like really? I was watching a clip of it, and they're like. Uh-huh. He's like he's like hiding away and he sees him and he like flinches and gets pissed and just starts killing him. Oh, I don't know. That I might have just kicked that out of my mind. Yeah. But <laughs> Oof. Nah, that was up. that was a pretty fun experience. Like a couple of years ago, back in two thousand eighteen, us and like some girls decided to play Outlast together and we like took turns playing it. That was quite I don't think I could Oh yeah. <laughs> like I don't think I could play that game by myself, but like with these guys, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not as scary when you watch it, but when you take control, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> well, I think we were talking... Oh, sorry. Go no, no, yeah. Oh, I think we were talking about going through Alien Isolation, didn't we, at one point? Yeah. We, we did. did a little bit, but Alien Isolation is a little bit harder. You have to be more patient with it, because, mm-hmm. like, the alien just will like, come in and kill you. So you have to, like... It's harder to, like, play with with, with people watching. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah, Bull Shark was watching us play, and he kept making fun of me every time we got scared. <laughs> like, Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. But... Speaking of scary games, though, um, probably end with this. Yeah. You know, we'll end with a good note. Um, the creators of Dead Space announced that they were going to make 
a new game, not in the Death Space franchise. Thanks, EA. But like a spiritual su- successor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, called the Callisto Protocol. Yeah. Here, we'll pull it up right now. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the trailer, but the just some of the imagery, like the snapshots from it, look pretty freaky. Yeah, it looks like another alien type situation, uh, just like the first Dead Space. Um, I mean, even if it's kind of the same format at Dead Space, um, as long as it's more towards the roots of the first one, I think people are really going to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially because it's been like always. Oh, Death Space is like a cult classic now. At least yeah. the first one. Yeah. Um, me and Lemon here are still trying to play the third one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but your poor save file. Oh yeah, I was like, I was like at least three quarters of the way done with Dead Space two, but then like my save file got deleted. <laughs> and like Dead Space is like one of the, especially number two is like one of those games it's really hard to binge through. I just play all the way through. Like per, like I like horror games, but like I need a break every once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that, like intense violence and horror. <laughs> So, what it says when just Googling it, it's just the Callisto Protocol is an upcoming third person survival horror game scheduled for release in 2022. Mm-hmm. The game is developed by the studio Striking Distance, founded by Glenn Schofield. Sorry about that, if you butchered. Who had previously co created the Death Space series. Um, so, yeah, it's a survival horror, and we know that they do good survival horrors. I mean, you can, you can find multiple. Videos on YouTube. IGN has a couple trailers. Um, you know, feel free to check it out. Hopefully, we can support it. Um, and maybe we'll get a, you know, a finish for the ending of Death Space Three. Yeah. But any other thoughts? Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year's uh, to twenty one twenty one to twenty twenty two. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you. See you guys next week. Bye.